Joining me right now, more on the markets and some stock picks for us too. Keith Gangles with us, Portfolio Manager at Gradient Investments. Keith, thanks for being here. So we're in the thick of earnings season. What stood out to you so far and what are you really looking for to hear from these companies? Yeah, earnings so far have been pretty good, other than the big tech names like you discussed a little bit beforehand. Things like started off with banks. Banks had great quarters out of JP Morgan, Bank of America, good quarters. We had good quarters out of United Healthcare Company, a solid uh, bellwether in the healthcare space. We've even seen uh, companies like Lamb Research in the semiconductor have good quarters. We see industrials put up good quarters. So as a whole, they're beating. I think we've seen about 71% of the S&P 500 have a positive surprise. Now, the big exception was last week with the large cap tech names. They were actually a disappointment other than Apple. So generally speaking, expectations were low and companies are actually beating and, and exceeding expectations. So exceeding and beating, that's pretty good, right? I mean, especially in this type of environment to, to see that I know we've had lowered expectations in some cases. What happens next? I mean, we're going to hear from the Fed. What do you anticipate yep. fourth quarter and 2023? Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of things still up in the air right now. We have about a third of the earnings for the S&P 500 reporting this week. We have the big news, economic news this week. We have ISM data coming out on manufacturing, non-manufacturing. And obviously the big data point this week is the federal meeting, the FOMC meeting on Wednesday. Expectations that are going to raise 75 basis points, which that's kind of baked into the stock market. The biggest question going on now is what they'll do in December. People feel that they're going to raise between 50 and 75. We're leaning towards 50. The economy is starting to slow down. We think they're going to actually take their foot off the brake a little bit, which would be a positive for the overall market. So with that happening, Q4 is generally seasonally strong quarter. So we think the markets can grind higher into this year. And then next year, we'll see what happens with earnings expectations. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. I mean, how aggressive does the Fed really need to be, do you think? I mean, because there's a concern that they could overdo it. Yeah, I, that's one of our fears. I think the Federal Reserve has been pretty aggressive here, raising 75 basis points the last several meetings. I think it's a foregone conclusion. They'll do 75 as well again here. But then I think they need to take their foot off the brake, let things sink in. For example, they've raised mortgage rate our rates so far that the actually mortgage rates going this year were at 33.5% for a 30-year mortgage. Now it's up to 7.3%. So basically, they froze out the economy on the housing market, which is 10 to 15% of the overall economy. So if they wanted to cool down the economy to get inflation under control, they've certainly done it in the housing market. Now they need to take a step back and see this trailing inflation numbers, see if they're coming down. Hmm. All right, let's get to some of your stock picks. They're very different from each other. So we'll start in the world of healthcare. You have United Health. Why United Health? Yeah, United Healthcare is a bellwether in the healthcare space. They're a large insurer in the U.S. This is a phenomenal company. They traditionally have been exceeding and beating expectations, both on EPS and revenue. That's exactly what they did last quarter. They're going to continue to do that going forward, we believe. This company is a great company. Half their business is like insurance. The other half of the business is Optium, which is the basically data analytics for the healthcare space. So these two companies are, it's a fast growing company, sees earnings, so we like it. It's not a cheap stock, trades at about 22 times, but this kind of company is going to grow at high teens growth on EPS and revenue. It's the kind of name we like a lot right here. Yeah, understood. And people are really hot on healthcare, thinking that's somewhat of a defensive group, particularly in a volatile environment. Bank of America? Yeah, we like Bank of America as well. Like I mentioned a little earlier, they had a great quarter, beat expectations, raised their earnings and revenue guidance going forward. 
they talked about the strength of the consumer, which is a little bit different than some of the other banks we heard talk about earlier before they reported. But they're not seeing it at Bank of America. This is one of the largest banks out there. So if they're seeing problem, they're not seeing it. So they're still positive. And what's one of the best friends of a bank is rising interest rates. That means their net income margin is actually increasing, which is more profitable for the overall bank. What people are worried about on the bank side of things is loans actually slowing down, but they're not seeing it yet. They still see a healthy consumer, which is great for Bank of America. And besides that, the multiple is cheap. It trades at less than 10 times for a high quality bank. Now, the thing that people are questioning is, how long are they gonna hold on to those interest increases? Because they're not passing on to the depositors. So if they don't pass them on to the depositors and that net interest margin stays high, this will be a great condition for Bank of America to excel going forward. Well, that's an interesting thing, too. I mean, you pick Bank of America over all the other banks, but you did say you like the valuation, right? Correct. Yeah, we like the valuation. Again, a company that's growing 10% plus, you're trading it less than 10 times. And I get it, it's a bank. Traditionally, they you know, grow anywhere. Their multiples are 8 to 11, 12 times. So it's not unrealistic to see a 10% growth going forward. The stock can you know, increase 20, 30% the next year. Last but not least, ServiceNow. Tell me a little bit about ServiceNow. Why did this one jump out of you? Yeah, it's a little bit different. We talked about the tech kind of wreckage a little bit earlier. We, we said that you're seeing ad spend slow. You're seeing different things happen on the tech side of things. But ServiceNow, it's a high growth company that actually beat and raised guidance, which is unusual in the tech space. Most of the tech companies have actually been guiding down a little bit. The problem with large cap tech in general is they overhired and they were spending too much money, and now they're cutting back CapEx, cutting back employees. But we're not seeing that with ServiceNow. They continue to grow. They're growing a mid-20% growth rate going forward, and they actually raised that last quarter. That's phenomenal for a tech company. Again, not a cheap company, but they have great margins. Expanding uh, their overall TAM is a company I like to stick with right here. It's interesting as you talk about it being a growth, you know, high growth and the fact that they did beat and raise guidance because a lot of the high growth companies have been under more pressure of late. So the other ones are, you know, old great names here in America. And then you have a name like ServiceNow. Do you like growth stocks at all or is it going to be very touch and go? Yeah, I think we barbell things. We own like banks. That's why this list you said is a little bit different because there's some growth names in here with a service now, but we also like some of the value side with a bank name like Bank of America. We think growth in general, the large cap names did surprise us to the downside, but some of those valuations are getting fairly reasonable. I mean, Microsoft, their growth rate went from 42% to 37% Azure, which isn't bad at all still. Multiple in the stocks are trading at 20 times for a great software number name. That's a name we'd actually look at here on the pullback. Same thing with Google. Google got hit on the advertising side of things a little bit. This is a name we'd actually look at buying here on the pullback. So there are opportunities in, on the growth side of things. Now Meta, on the other hand, that's a little bit of a different story. They're talking about increasing CapEx. Rest of the large cap tech companies are actually talking about decreasing it. So you have to pick and choose the names that you actually like in the growth space. Mm -hmm. Keith, it's great to chat with you. Thank you so much. A lot of interesting points on a very busy time here on Wall Street, right? A lot of turns and you know it's good to get your perspective thank you keith gangle gradient investment